With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. You'll get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You'll also get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. You can check on the top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI. See which VSIN expert has the hot hand for VSIN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. You can sign up for just $19 for your first month at VSIN.com slash subscribe. Do you disagree with these takes? No way. Uh uh-uh, uh, no way. Or do you approve? Oh, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt in my mind. No diggity, no doubt. It's time to ask Michael Lombardi no way or no doubt. All right, let's get into it. And one man whose press conferences always seem to give us something to talk about <laughs> is Jets head coach Robert Sala, who, in his media availability, Michael, said that Zach Wilson is actually playing pretty good no way or no doubt Michael Zach Wilson is playing pretty good well I mean what is the standard of playing pretty good I mean you're supposed to win games if you're playing well right so my question would have been to Mr. Sala if he's playing so good then how come we've lost two games in a row If he's playing so good, how come we almost lost three in a row had the Giants not put Graham Gano on the field and we would have lost that game? Maybe perhaps it's your defense that isn't playing as well, the one that you say you kick everybody's butt even though you allow over, you know, your your 22nd in the league in yards per attempt and your 31st in yards allowed rushing. I don't know. If it's not Zach, who is it then? Is it the offensive line? Is it the receivers? Like, that's a ridiculous thing. You can't say he's playing well. I think the answer is no one's playing well. Mm. You're 32nd on third down. 32nd. You're 32nd in the red zone on offense. Now, who's playing well on quarterback? Those are two numbers that really tell you the most you need to know about what the quarterback is doing with the football making good decisions on third down. You can go through it. I mean, when you go through when you go through what makes the Josh Allen situation so so confusing is 
on first and 10, Josh Allen has thrown the most interceptions in his career, 19. On second and 10, he's thrown 17. But on third and 10, a down that's really challenging where you're really going to get into a lot of trouble, he hasn't thrown that many. He's thrown seven. So, like, if you can't, if he's not converting third down, he's not putting the ball in the end zone, what is he doing good? Well, Michael, and for Zach Wilson, like, I'm, I understand, like, a lot of the comments that Robert Saul is getting at. He says he's better than he was last year. Well, I mean, not exactly a very high bar to clear, first and foremost, but and saying that the Nathaniel Hackett system was made for Aaron Rodgers and not for him. Like, that's just excuse after excuse after excuse. Oh, that does did he say that? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. I mean, first of all, can we put things in perspective? First of all, the, the, the Nathaniel Hackett offense goes back to his father, Paul, who I worked with in San Francisco starting in 1984. Paul Hackett's offense is the West Coast offense. It is the most friendliest quarterback offense in the history of professional football, started by the guy behind me, Bill Walsh. Okay? So, like, that offense is suited for a quarterback. It's a rhythm-passing game that allows the quarterback to get rid of the ball and have options. Don't even try to insult my intelligence mm. in saying Nathaniel's offense is for Aaron Rodgers. It's not, I mean, like, that's just really stupid. Like, that's really, really dumb. Every quarterback, Carson Wentz, every quarterback that plays within the system, it highlights their skill set. So if the West Coast offense isn't what Zach wants to run, what is it that he's supposed to run? And why would Nathaniel change the offense to fit the quarterback? Like, isn't that what a coach is supposed to do? One would think, Michael, I would just, I would prefer Robert Sala just continue to plead the fifth than lie straight to all of our faces. Yeah, That's I, I all agree. that I'm saying. Oh my God. Could you imagine <laughs> if he was, if he was a mafia boss and he just say he was Santo Traficante and he, his lawyer would be going crazy. He would put his hand <laughs> over the mic constantly. Like, shut up. You're going to jail for 50 years. You're probably going to go to jail for 200 years. You keep talking. So good. Uh, Zach Wilson, one touchdown in the last five days. Jets do not plan on making a quarterback change. Another team not making a quarterback change, Michael. The New Orleans Saints head coach Dennis Allen saying Derek Carr remains in concussion protocol, but his right shoulder checked out and that they're not considering a move at quarterback. When he gets healthy, he will be the starter. No way or no doubt, Michael, the Saints might be in better hands with Jameis Winston at quarterback. What do you think? No doubt. I think the players love Winston. Now, look, Winston's, you know, he's, you're too young to remember. There was a pitcher in baseball named Phil Necro. He was a knuckleballer. He used to win 20 games, he'd lose 20, right? You know, he, he was, you know, he, he could win and lose. I mean, Winston's kind of like Phil Necro. He can win you 20, he could lose you 20. He could, he could throw three interceptions, and he could throw three touchdowns. But what Winston does have, different than cars, he's got leadership skills. The players buy into him. Now, that what Carr has is the guaranteed contract. Winston doesn't have that, right? Winston doesn't have that. But if you ask that locker room, who's the guy that's going to win for us at the end? I think it'll be Winston. I think it'll be Winston, but I don't think they can afford that based on signing him to this contract. And I would love to know, like, who was their competition to pay him $40 million? <laughs> I mean, you know, we talk about third down, right? I just got done ripping Zach Wilson and Sala for being bad. I mean, Carr's 22nd in the league on third down. He's 24th in the red zone. Tell me when he makes a play that's not a check down. He said 6.7 yards per attempt this year. 
I mean, that's what he, the only guy that could get him to throw it up the field a little bit more was, was Gruden. That was it. Everything else checked down Charlie. Yeah, that is the perfect nickname to use. A four-year, $150 million deal, 100 mil in guaranteed money for ye old Derek Carr. Let's go to his former team, Michael, because now we've seen Antonio Pierce and the Raiders reel off back-to-back wins. No way or no doubt that the Raiders will continue to win and eventually remove that interim label for Coach Pierce. Well, no doubt they'll remove the interim label. Winning, there's no way they're going to keep winning. Now, will they get to eight wins? They could. They're playing hard. And if they get the running game going and they reduce the game, when they play this week against a Miami team that's better on defense with a really good front, they're going to have a tough time. But that doesn't, you know, that doesn't preclude what he's been able to do. You can feel the traction coming. And I don't think that Mark Davis is going to be like David Tepper and ignore what he has done to this team as they move forward. So no doubt, I believe Pierce will be the head coach. If he wins in Miami, he might get the extension right now. He might get the extension right now. Yeah, that would be that. Yeah, that would be a big one. Um, let's keep on the coaching theme, though. No way or no doubt, Michael, for the Los Angeles Chargers, they are the team most in need of a head coaching change. Well, I mean, we've been saying that for two years, right? If you're a, if you're a, if your specialty is defense, and you can't stop anybody, especially a good quarterback, then I don't know what 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 are we doing? I mean, you fired Joe Lombardi. This is a little bit like Sean McDermott. You know, you can fire Ken Dorsey today. Are you going to be accountable for what's going on on defense? You know, are you going to be accountable? Or are you just constantly going to hide behind the offense? And it's the same thing with, with, with Staley. I mean, I call him John Gotti because he's the Teflon head coach. He's, he's, he's John Gotti Staley. Nobody can get him. I mean, nobody can get it. It's like he's absolves himself of everything. I mean, look, no one's talking about him being on the hot seat, but the guy's won six Super Bowls. He's on the hot seat. There's no question. <laughs> We definitely put Belichick on the hot seat. Why wouldn't we? Another guy, I mean, you know, Michael, Staley? Michael, another guy who's, who's not on the hot seat, according to the athletic is our guy, Arthur Smith. He's got supportive ownership. He's unlikely oh. to be fired. Why would you, why would you, you know, the one thing I've learned doing this for five years, Stormy is the, the, you know, every week you look at these coaches numbers straight up and against the spread. Now, you know, Mike Shanahan was never great against the spread, but sometimes they're fairly telling. I don't always agree. Like I don't, I think the betting community is too hard on Mike McCarthy. I think the betting community was probably too hard on Pete Carroll, but there is some truth to being able to win games. I mean, Arthur goes in there, he's playing Arizona, he throws it 21 times. Like, they can't rush, and they can't make any plays in the back end. And you spent all these draft picks on receivers. You're not going to get them the ball? Okay, I'm going to hit you with one more. We've got one 60 seconds left here in the segment. Right. No way or no doubt, the Lions won't lose another regular season game. The remaining schedule, Chicago, Green Bay, the Saints, Chicago again, Denver, Minnesota, Dallas, Minnesota. No, no way. They'll lose another game and they may do it on purpose just because they want to keep their people healthy. But they're a good team. Look, the one area and let's not forget this, remind each other of this as we go forward. When they play a good quarterback, they're going to struggle to cover. That's an interesting point Um, with I feel like the Lions are 
just really, really good. And you wonder if their defense is going to be able to have enough in the back end of the schedule because they do play a couple. I mean, obviously, you have to play the Vikings twice, the Cowboys who can light it up. I wonder if their defense will hold up. But they've been really, really fun this season, and I I certainly hope that they can keep it up the back end of the year. We've got to take a quick break here on the Lombardi line, but we'll be right back. Stay with us on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare Executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. In the NBA, the game can change in an instant, but no matter how the action unfolds, DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks on basketball. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code Vegas. That's V-E-G-A-S. The crown is yours. Welcome back. To the Lombardi line alongside Michael Lombardi, Stormy Tony with you. And oftentimes on the show, Michael, we do a segment called Different Game or More of the Same. And I feel like this one is going to have a similar vibe because we have a ton of divisional rematches coming up this week. And I'm curious your thoughts if history is going to repeat itself or if we're going to have a change of events here. And no better place to start than a critical Thursday night football game in the AFC North with the Ravens hosting the Cincinnati Bengals, two teams teams that are coming off of tough losses, Michael. But in round one, week two, the Ravens beat Cincinnati 27-24. to But Cincinnati's a little bit of a different team now, though, with Joe Burrow. So what do you think? Well, I, I, they are a different team with Joe Burrow. He's playing at a high, high level right now. But he doesn't have T. Higgins. He won't dress for the game. And Baltimore has a ton of injuries on. Is Marlon Humphreys going to play? Is Ronnie Stanley, the left tackle, going to play? Look, anytime you get this kind of game, it's always a three-point game one way or the other. You know, I'm glad it's Thursday, so you don't have to think about it. Uh, you know, you can give out a, a, a okay, I kind of like it here, but you don't have to make a play for it. Uh, I think it's be more of the same. I really do. This is always the case, and 
look, Cincinnati, they have no margin for error. I mean, that seventh seed right now is up for grabs. And you got Buffalo, they're at the 10th seed right now, trying to fight their way into the race. And, and the same thing with Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati losing to Houston at home could cost them the seventh seed overall. I think more of the same. I think it goes down to the final seconds and a field goal. Well, and Michael, it's perfect that you say you think it's going to be a field goal game because odds makers must have had that in their mind as well with the spread sitting there. Ravens favored by three and a half, the total 46. And if you do think the Ravens come out on top once again, it's interesting looking at some of the numbers for Lamar Jackson against this Cincinnati team in his career. Seven and one against the Bengals, Michael. 12 passing touchdowns. Um, he averages 75 rushing yards per game as well. And like He's had really, really strong showings against Cincinnati. And Cincy on defense the last three weeks have not been good. Now, Buffalo didn't move the ball on them, but, you know, Buffalo doesn't force them to, you know, with Buffalo, they run it just to kind of keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hands for a little while. I mean, last night they could have put doubt that they could have put Cook in, in the game more. You know, I know he fumbled and missed the first quarter, but I mean, he was a, he was running with some real velocity and they just got away from it. They didn't, James Cook, they got away from it. They didn't really feel it. Uh, you know, Baltimore will. When Baltimore can run the ball, they couldn't last week. They had the 39-yard Williams run for a touchdown. But other than that, they couldn't. When they run, they're, they're a problem. And since he's run defense, over five yards of carry, Stormy. Yeah, and that's – yes. Um, we'll keep it in the AFC North for this next one. The team that just beat the Ravens, Michael, the Cleveland Browns, are facing off with the Pittsburgh Steelers here. This is a Steelers team who, despite being outgained in every single game this season, Michael is six and three on the year, and they got the better of Cleveland in round one, 26 to 22. I don't think this is going to be more of the same. I, I think the Browns are going to be angry, and I think the Browns can't believe they lost that game. I mean, they give up the 71-yard pass. Watson turns the ball. There's 14 points given to him right there, you know. And so if they eliminate those two, big, one big play and then the one turnover, you know, this Browns team can really control the game off defensively. Because here's what we know about the Steelers. When they can't run the ball effectively and they put, you put the ball in Pickett's hands, it's a problem. It's going to be a problem. They won't protect well enough. Garrett will create some issues. Look, I love everything about this, and everybody's going to jump all over Mike Tomlin as a dog. You know, and we saw that when the, the Jacksonville Jaguars came into Pittsburgh and won 20 to 10. You know, I mean, it's hard for them, Pittsburgh, I mean, to go against a good front. I don't think it'll be more the same. I think the Browns, assuming Watson's healthy and he plays just like he did last week, nothing more, nothing less. I think they win. If he can play any semblance of the way that he did in the second half moving forward this season, like the Browns could be a contender in the AFC. They could like it. it I view them as a completely different team. If Deshaun Watson is playing like vintage Deshaun Watson, because we know he still has the top overall right. defense backing him up on the other side um, for, for Pittsburgh, Michael, I'm just, I was really disappointed last week watching them uh, make the Packers offense look good. Like Jordan Love, we've seen time and time again, is not a great quarterback in the National Football League right now, and they made him look good. 
Yeah, they did. And and look, and they had a chance to win the game at the end if Love could make a couple more throws. I mean, Love's under 57% completion percentage. What's going to happen when they get a quarterback who can throw the ball accurately against them? Look, credit Pittsburgh. They they are resilient. They, they fight you tooth and nail. But they couldn't move the ball on Jacksonville. Why? Because Jacksonville limited their run game. Cleveland will make it very challenging for them to run the ball. It's hard to beat teams twice in the same year. It really is, especially a team as good defensively as the Cleveland Browns are. Okay, we know that the Buffalo Bills be struggling, especially after what we witnessed last night. They are laying nearly a touchdown against the Jets in the rematch, who, by the way, New York, we remember, won this game week one when Aaron Rodgers went out. Zach Wilson ended up closing this thing out in overtime, 22-16, to a Jets win to begin the season. Josh Allen had three interceptions that game and a lost fumble coming off the turnover fest yesterday. Different game or more of the same in the rematch? You know, I, I think it's going to be more the same. And I think the reason I do think this is because the Jets' defensive front, it, it sets up perfectly for them. If, if Buffalo wanted to run the ball and be a little bit more multiple in their play calling, I would say it's going to be a problem. Because if they can get to 14, how do the Jets score 14? But Buffalo has a hard time playing run defense. So the Jets should be able to run the ball. And then... We know this, the Buffalo, if they go against a good pass rush like the Jets, this offensive line kind of gets away with it because of Allen's, you can't get him on the ground. You know, I, I mean, I'm surprised the line is it opened at seven. It's down to six and a half. I think if you like the Jets, you better take the six and a half. Now, I think it's going to trend to down to seven. Now, it's, we have it at seven, but there's a lot of six and a halfs out there as well. Yeah, we'll see if that is the way that this thing continues to go. The Jets, by the way, the number three pass defense in the NFL right now and a number of takeaways that they have been able to secure 15 this year, nine of them interceptions. How about in the NFC West? We mentioned this game a little bit earlier with Matt Stafford and his thumb injury that he's expected to be back against Seattle. But when they played earlier this season, another week one matchup, the Rams were able to get it done 30 to 13 when they were healthy. They're the healthiest they've been since this game earlier. You think different game or more of the same? I think more of the same. I, I don't think the Rams are going to dominate 30-13. to set 13. Uh, I, I like the Rams in the opening of this game. People thought I was crazy, but that's the healthiest the Rams were going to be, and Stafford's really good when he is healthy. But for me, you know, I think that the Seattle team has their offensive lines better right now, and I think that they can move the football on the Rams. The Rams are good, but I do think Seattle can move the ball on them. Uh, because the Rams are healthy. Once the Rams start to get into the game, then it becomes a problem, and they could put some pressure on Stafford. I think that's going to be the key, but I think this is a close game. Uh, and, and I don't think it's going to be decided until late in the fourth quarter. Remember, that was the first time we saw Puka Nakua, and he had over 100 yards, and everybody was like, oh, it's probably just a fluke, you know, giving the rookie an offer. Pfft. Clearly, it was not. Uh, one more we can hit right here. The, the Giants in Washington taking on the Commanders, and have we all just witnessed the Tommy DeVito show and what happened against the Dallas Cowboys this past weekend. In round one, New York actually got the better of the Commanders, 14-7. to What do you think in the rematch? Well, the first game was Tyrod Taylor, so it's not going to be more of the same. You got Tommy DeVito. You got Tommy DeVito coming to down. I mean, it ain't going to be more of the same. And I, I got to think that their team is kind of really at the end of the day. I think the Giants are are a wounded team. I think to me it's hard for them to believe that they have a chance to win without the quarterback. It's the same thing the Jets go through. 
Like, they don't trust the quarterback to make enough plays. How many points, even as bad as Washington is, how many points do you think DeVito can lead them on? Even if they run Barkley, 10, 13? They're, I mean, yeah, you can can't, the Giants' you defense can't trust them. hold anybody to under 20? You can't trust it. I mean, everybody would be – I mean, how are the Washington Commanders 10 points better than anybody? I mean, they, I'm not sure they'd be 10 points better than Georgia. <laughs> Oh, Michael, that's bad. But it is. It's a brutal situation for the New York Giants right now. And it's funny. I mean, it's true. It's true. (laughs) You think they're 10 points better than Georgia? I would pay so much money to see that game on the football field. But, Michael, I'm looking at the numbers from that that earlier season matchup with the Giants and Commanders. Not only was it Tyrod Taylor, he was on the field, and Darren Waller was the top pass catcher that game. So two guys unavailable for the New York Giants the rest of the way here. So we're going to step aside. While we did all these divisional rematches, tomorrow we're going to dive fully into the Super Bowl rematch. Eagles-Chiefs going head-to-head this coming week on on primetime Monday Night Football. But when we come back, we got to recap last night once again in Monday Night. Push it forward a little bit. What we think about the Broncos and Bills. Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. We are rock and rolling on a Tuesday edition of the Lombardi Line alongside former NFL executive Michael Lombardi, Stormy Bonantoni with you. We're coming to you from coast to coast as always. Michael at his office out there in Ocean City. I am live from Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. We got a lot to get to over the course of the next hour as we welcome you into VEASAN and DraftKings Network. We'll hit on primarily NFL, but we do have a little bit of college football. VEASAN.com writer Aaron Moore is going to join us to dive into this weekend slate and some of the big topics there awards um, in the NFL and college football, Michael. But where we have to start, of course, is Monday Night Football. Last night, the Bills get upset as a touchdown and a half favorite against the the Denver Broncos, who, by the way, like we talked a lot in hour one about Buffalo, and we will again here, but got to give Broncos some credit here. A third straight win, and now two in a row where they were an underdog of a touchdown or more, Michael, that they went outright. And beat two of the so-called elite teams. Now, I don't think Buffalo's an elite team. I've been saying this for six weeks now, that Buffalo's a a, a below-average team with a great quarterback. But give Denver credit, okay? Give give Sean credit for being able to get the team back to focus, giving up 700 yards, 70 points in week three. They fight back the next week and beat the Bears in a kind of a crazy, crazy game. They gave up 400 yards in that game too, 300 passing to Justin Fields, but he turned it over. And now they've won three in a row. I mean, the game that they probably are kicking themselves for not winning is the Jets game. It's twenty-one. It's 24-21 in that game. They're driving to tie it up, and Russell fumbles, and next thing you know, it's over. But I think here's what's been going on for the Broncos and why Sean is a good coach. He's After four weeks, he said, okay, here's who I know I am. This is what I am as a team. And Wilson can do some things, but he also doesn't do a lot of things, Right. He makes a lot of mistakes, and he cost us, so I'm just going to hone it in. Think about this now, Stormy. They beat Chicago. They throw for 214. They beat Kansas City. They throw for 82, rush for 115. They beat Green Bay. They, they throw for 194. They rush for 145. They beat Kansas City. They throw for 87. 87 yeah. they throw for. 
Last night they beat the Buffalo Bills. They threw for 178. Like, they're not even trying to throw it. Like, they're just saying, look, we're 30th in passing attempts. We don't care. You can make fun of us all you want. We'll be conservative. All you analytical people can give me crap for calling runs on first down. Go ahead and do it. I'm trying to win the game. I'm trying to keep my quarterback from beating me, and, I, and I've done a good job with that. And I've won three in a row, and I've got the Vikings, and I've got Cleveland, and then i got Houston, the Chargers, and the Lions on the road, all tough, but I'll be in those games. Well, and I think that's what it's about, right? Whatever it takes to win. And even with all of that that you're talking about with the passing numbers, Russell Wilson still has more passing touchdowns at this point in the year this season than he did all of last year. So, like, even with that yeah. thought process, he is still able to have more success, Michael. Right. And so, look, we talked about that earlier in the show in the last hour, right? We said, how do you define how a quarterback, when the great Robert Sala said that his quarterback's playing well, even though he's 32nd on third down and 32nd in the red zone, They've done a nice job of Madison Russell Wilson. He's 14th in the league in third down conversions, 13th in the red zone. And last yesterday, for whatever reason, Stormy, for whatever reason, the Sean McDermott defense really enjoyed running past the quarterback. They really enjoyed opening up the Red Sea so that Russell could step up and run that little flick pass yep. to, to Williams or Perrine or whomever else was there. And, and gain yards. Like at some point, when were they going to fix the rush? When were they going to say, hey, let's keep them in the pocket? They ran zero blitz for the sack. Russell takes a bad sack. He couldn't take it, but he had no choice. And then the next play, they come back and run zero blitz again, and he gives up a, a pass interference call. Look, I mean, you got to know your personnel. Like, you can't cover anybody one-on-one. Teron Johnson cannot cover Jerry Judy. I promise you. Ten out of ten times, it's going to be completed. So let's go through that final drive. Because late in the game, the Broncos are driving down 22-21. Russell Wilson facing that third and 10. Exactly what you just said. The zero blitz. He throws it downfield to Jerry Judy. Ends up getting the defensive pass interference. Moves them all the way down to the 28-yard line. Broncos get three straight knees to wind down the clock after the third knee. It's the fire drill situation. They have had kicking problems all game. Missed two extra points because of a bad snap and a miss, the Broncos did. You think if you are a Bills backer or fan, we got a chance in this situation. If the kick happens, you miss, Bills win, right? Wrong. Because there were 12 men on the field in an unacceptable situation. And we talked about it a little bit earlier, Michael. The defense that Sean McDermott had out there was the dime package for the kneel downs. Instead of just already, you know what you're going to get and being prepared for the situation. They shouldn't have been subbing in that instance, but they are and have 12 men on the field. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Which makes it even worse, which makes this even worse, which makes us really coaching malpractice 101. And, of course, I don't think anybody's talking about it today because, God forbid, if you talk about it. But on third down, on second and 12, Sean called his last timeout with 25 seconds left to go. He used his last timeout, and that was after Russell kneeled for minus one yard. The play before he used his second timeout when Russell kneeled. So he's watched two kneel downs. He's watched Russell kneel down. What in God's earth made him think they were going to not kneel it down on the third down play? Like, what on, like, why not just put your field goal rush team on the exactly. field after the timeout? Why, why? Like, why is no one saying that? Like, this is just coaching malpractice. Like, you just cost the game. Now, maybe he would have made the kick. I don't know. But you would have not had 12 men on the field. You would not have. You could have counted them all up. And if you had 12 on the field, it would have been a penalty. And so you then moved the ball five yards. Like, like to me, you used your last time out. Yeah. What are we doing? But, look, I hate to bring it up to Bills fans. But can we go back to the 13 seconds? Like, can we go back to that? It always comes huh? back to that. I mean, you're it? talking about, well, I mean, you're talking about a situation that gets you to the Super Bowl. 13 seconds left to go. They put, they put the returner uh, Pringle back there. They don't put Tyreek Hill back there. I would have been more than happy to kick it to Pringle. But just say you kicked it out of the end zone like they do and you don't use any time. He rushed four guys. What would, why would you even need to rush four? If you rush two, Against, against Mahomes. He's got to hold the ball. Where are you going to throw the ball to? Where are you throwing the ball to? If he wants to take off and run, the game's over. The game is over if he takes off and runs. If he were, even if he runs, there's no way they're going to get their field goal team out. They're going to spot the ball. Like, this is gross mismanagement of critical games and this one, too. Like, when you have that 13-second brain fart, you're going to bring up this one, too. It just comes back. Yeah, they're forever going to be haunted by that. And now it's compounding. And so, Michael, now this is two years in a row where McDermott has essentially fired his coordinators. We talked about it earlier. Leslie Frazier, he was the play caller on defense. McDermott wanted to take that over. So Leslie Frazier basically says, okay, well, I'm not going to do this anymore. And so he's on his merry way. Now Ken Dorsey this morning, uh, offensive coordinator for the Bills, he is let go. They're five and five right now, and it's not looking particularly optimistic the rest of the way. Is this the end of the road for Sean McDermott with Buffalo this season? Well, I mean, look, he's had a lot of wins, and as he said in his press conference after the game, they do some really good things, but he has a great quarterback that covers up a lot of these things. But I, I think a lot of the what the Pakula family has to ask themselves is the same thing that Robert Kraft has to ask himself is if we get rid of him, who can we get that's better? Who could we figure out that's better? And could we do something to make him better? Like, he took over that play calling for a reason. You know, Leslie Frazier, again, he left because he was, he was promised the play calling duties. And since he took it away, now he's calling the defense. I think, to me, 
and I wrote about it, Stormy, this is a structural problem in Buffalo. It, it, it really comes down to how you build the team. And I brought up Peyton Manning in my column because for all the greatness of, of, of Peyton Manning, and I think I've never seen anybody like him in my life. I mean, it's unbelievable. And he got, he got a lot of people in the Hall of Fame, right? Everybody says, you know, Belichick can't win without Brady. Okay. Peyton Manning, as great as he was, went to one, one Super Bowl. They were 9-10 and 10 on the road as the Colts with him at quarterback. 9-10. and 10. Seven of those nine losses occurred on the road. And you say, why? Because they were undersized on defense. They wanted to be fast and athletic. And when they went outside in the cold and the weather, they weren't as fast, nor were they athletic. And it cost them. And so I know that from experience. And that's what Buffalo's trying to do. I mean, Miami ran the ball down. I mean, the, the guy in Miami back then, McDaniels, he didn't even want to call runs and he was running it down their throat. I mean, they, they scored 31 points on Buffalo last year in a playoff game with, with, with uh, a, a third-string quarterback, Skylar Thompson. Their problems are how they built this defense. They have a lot of issues, and it doesn't help with not only how they built the defense, but now you have the issues with all of the injuries that they have as well. And because you mentioned Peyton Manning, I don't watch the Manning cast, but I like watching the clips of it afterwards. And him yelling at the TV screen last night saying we about the Broncos the whole time was cracking me up because Eli's like, you know, it's funny because when they were losing all those games early in the season, it was they and you, and now it's we again. Very, very <laughs> interesting. Um, and also, maybe this is something we can get into to next segment or, or later on in the show even but the 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 problems with Buffalo off the field also because we have Trayvon Diggs Stefan's brother chiming in on Twitter now saying man 14 got to get up out of here saying let's not forget he talking about Josh Allen didn't start going off until bro got here like there's a lot off the field um that is probably problematic within that Bills locker room yeah, and you know what's amazing is you and I talk about it, but not many people in the national media talk about how Josh Allen has led the league in interceptions and fumbles since 18. Yep. I mean, he, he's been a turnover machine, and, and, you know, I think he's a great player. I do. But he makes way too many. He's too much of a gunslinger. Yeah, I'm sure there are 25, 26 teams in the NFL that would love to have him as their quarterback, but he makes the back-breaking mistakes as well, which makes it really, really tough to overcome. Okay, we're going to talk some awards markets when we come back here because also leave it to me yesterday after I go off on the DeMar Hamlin of it all that he logs a stat, Michael. Oh, awards. Comeback Player of the Year. We'll be there when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.